hopefully everyone had a very Merry Christmas. It is, uh, what, 17 days before Christmas as we record, but it is the day <laughs> after Christmas after you guys listen yeah. to it. Uh, so there will be no um, show notes or no uh, what we've been up to because we just covered that as our previous recording. Um, <laughs> so I thought a cool kind of question to get the episode going, obviously by the title you know we are reviewing Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Uh, Justin, I was wondering, what is one Christmas gift you hope to get this year? Um, so and it can be, and I think to change this up because I didn't expect Devin to be here when we recorded, and I don't want to give her any hints about what I want. Give me one fictional thing that you would like as a Christmas gift this year. Um, I will. Mine's easy uh, because okay. I, I'm kind of hard to shop for for christmas because if i want something i'll just buy it um devin would probably tell you something very similar about me except for uh during the game awards they are giving away steam decks Ooh. so okay. i i hope to get a steam deck tonight uh <laughs> the night that we're recording this but uh honestly other than that i i i it's Something Christmas fictional, like, something from a from a movie or a video game. Mm. Do you want Fuey, Fuey Coco under the tree? What's Fuey Coco? That's the that's the fire thing, right? From Pokemon, the fire starter wasn't that his name? Oh, I don't know. He just looks like the 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 bubble wobble uh, <laughs> thing. Um, I don't know. See, it's hard. I don't know, man. Um, I mm, I want a Moogle. Okay, it's very interesting. I had two things. Okay. One was a chocobo. Okay. Because I, like I said, I just finished playing Final Fantasy V. Oh, see, Michelle hates birds, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, but this is different, though. <laughs> this is different, and I would I would train so I could get straight zeros um, in the calm lands <laughs> to get my ultimate weapon. Uh, I would also love uh, the Dragon Balls. Interesting. Now. Would you only get one? I would want one to start my journey. Okay. See, I, I would, would ask take... for the Dragon Ball Finder. Ooh, that's smart. That way you could go find it yourself. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's good. Sorry. Those are fun, fi- <laughs> Those are fun things to ask for Christmas. I like it. The Moogle will be a blast. I was actually watching someone um, when I was sick uh, play Final Fantasy IX. And I'm excited yeah. to play that again too. Oh man! And get get that 100. percent When I get to it, I can let you know. We played it together once. We yeah. do it again. Yeah, I might. I don't. I'm not going to go for 100. percent But I'll I know. Well, because I, I'm probably going to have to get a script to do that jump rope thing. Because there's no yeah. way in fuck I can do it myself. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm realistic. Uh, but yeah, guys, enough Final Fantasy talk here. Uh, let's get into our review of A Nightmare Before Christmas.
this? What's this? Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas is a 1993 stop-motion animated musical dark fantasy film directed by Henry Selleck in his featured directorial debut and produced and conceived by Tim Burton. Danny Elfman wrote all the songs and the score, and he also provided the singing voice for Jack. Chris Sarandon is the voice of Jack, and Catherine O'Hara is the voice of Sally. Disney initially released the film through Touchstone Pictures because the studio believed the film would be, quote, too dark and scary for kids. It has grossed $91.5 million worldwide since its initial release on a $24 million budget. It was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects, a first for an animated film, but ultimately lost to Jurassic Park. That's You know what? If you're going to lose to something, <laughs> let it be Jurassic Park. I agree. In 2001, Disney began to consider producing a sequel, but rather than using stop motion, Disney wanted to use computer animation. Burton convinced Disney to drop this idea. Well, thank I was, <laughs> I was always very protective of Night Before Christmas. This is a quote, not to do sequels or things of that kind, Burton explained. You know, Jack visits Thanksgiving World or other kinds of things just because I felt the movie had a purity to it and the people like it because it's a mass market kind of thing. It was important to keep that kind of purity of it. The 2004 video game, Night Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge, did serve as a sequel of the film, with Capcom's crew of developers going after Burton for advice and having the collaboration of the film's art director, Dean Taylor. In 2009, Selleck said he would do a film sequel if he and Burton could create a good story for it. On February 22, 2021, it was announced by Disney Publishing that a sequel was given to the 1993 film in the form of a young adult novel released as Long Live the Pumpkin Queen. It was written by Shea Earnshaw and features Sally as the main character, told through her point of view with events taking place after the film. The book was released this past August. I did not know that. I might have to see if they did like an audiobook of it. Dev- Devin's sitting here. Devin, you did you read it? I know you got it from the library. I'm so sorry. The, the, the Sally book? The Sally book. Sally from Night Before Christmas. Didn't you get it? The Pumpkin yeah, Queen book? No, I didn't get it. Oh, you I didn't? I did get it, but I never got around to reading it. So she didn't read it yet either. Okay. Damn. A collectible card game based on the film The Night Before Christmas. Oh, sorry. A collectible card game based on the film called The Night Before Christmas TCG was released in 2005. In September 15, 2020, The Nightmare Before Christmas-themed tarot deck and guidebook was released, and the illustrations were done by Abigail Larson. I mention it because that is my tarot deck. Oh, interesting. Uh, in, yeah, in 2017, Tokyo Pop secured exclusive licensing for two manga adaptations of Nightmare Before Christmas, mm. with the first manga being an adaptation of the film, with art by Juan uh, Yun Asuka, uh, okay. released in October... Uh, 2017, the second manga, a full-colored series illustrated by Ki Ishiyama and titled Zero's Journey, chronicles the adventures of Jack's dog Zero in his experiences beginning from Christmastown after accidentally getting separated from Jack, who tries to find him and acts as a sequel to the film, which had Tim Burton's approval. Interesting. Okay. The Kingdom Hearts series includes Halloween Town as a World, appearing in the titles Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 2, 358-2 Days, uh, with Christmas Town as a major... 358 over 2, thank you very 
Sorry, thank you. Uh, as a major area in Kingdom Hearts 2, Jack Skellington appears as a party member of the protagonist Sora, while other important characters from the film appear as supporting characters in the world. The games adapt part of the plot of The Nightmare Before Christmas. So we aren't scoring it. This will be very similar to our Frank and Weenie um, review. So we're going to do plot, acting, and soundtrack. Is it a Christmas staple, and how old are your kids? But Justin, I do have a question for you. Yes. Oh, sorry, Devin, I dropped your artwork. Would you like me to read you Tim Burton's poem? Later for sure. Christmas. Hell yeah. Alright, I apologize to everybody because I am a little clogged up. But this is the poem that inspired the film. Nightmare for Christmas, written and illustrated by Tim Burton. Okay. This is a note from Tim here. Nightmare has always meant a lot to me. To revisit it after 20 years and adding a few additional illustrations has been a very special experience. I hope you enjoy the new edition. This is the 20th, 20th anniversary edition here. I'm not reading all this. This is a lot. This is a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Holy crap, there's a lot of paragraphs, and I am too... Book. Okay, yeah, never mind. But I do have it! <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I am obsessed with, with uh, Diamond for Christmas. I appreciate Devin. the thought. <laughs> uh, I have a blow-up Oogie Boogie on my front lawn right now with Christmas lights on him oh, nice. and a Christmas hat. And Devin, will you push my stocking, please? Will I do what? Push my stocking. This is not the reason I'm here. You're here to help me. We bring it over here, Sancho Justin. Okay, this is rabbiting stuff. Oh, nice. <laughs> Devin hates him. Don't you, Devin? Do you like it? Yeah. Devin doesn't like inflatables either, so she hates my Oogie Boogie. People can't tell. It's it's a Jack in his Christmas outfit, and his hat moves up and down, and it is just just fantastic. Thank you, Devin. Thank you for bringing that over here. The plot. Very simple. The king of Halloween Town is... He's tired of Halloween. It's too much. It gets... gets, He's depressed. It's the same thing over and over again. He goes for a walk with his dog, and my God... He finds a door to Christmas Town, and he goes there, and it's just magical. And I can relate to that because I don't want to point any names out, but someone who I live with really likes Halloween stuff and darkness yeah. and dead bugs. And after a while, you want the brightness of Christmas, you know. And so he tries his best to to get the people of Halloween Town to have Christmas, but. But man, they, they just can't pull it off. And this whole time, Sally is trying to warn him and say, bro, this is not working out. You're going to cause some problems. But Jack goes ahead. He has the best trick-or-treaters, Lock, Stock, and Barrel, capture Santa Claus. They lie to Jack and take him to Oogie Boogie. And Jack gets shot down while he's trying to bring Halloween Christmas joy to the children of the real world. But Jack, thanks to Zero, comes back too, goes and saves Sally and Santa from Oogie Boogie, and Santa goes and fixes all Jack's mistakes, and Jack and Sally find love on top of the mountain, covered in snow, with the moon in the background. And that's your basic plot nightmare for Christmas. Yeah. Plot. It's amazing. It's yeah, so simple, it's, it's but perfect. it's just, it's perfect. It's well, and it's perfect. Like- 
and it's like it's very unique. Yeah. I don't know. It's I love this movie. Like I've seen this movie like hundreds oh, of, me too. of times. So yeah, it's just like there is literally not one thing I would change. It is it is that kind of perfect. Like it it resonates. Like it's like like I said. Like I was kind of giving Devin a little bit of a hard time there, but like there is something that even if you like the spooky stuff, that Christmas just has the. It's got a brightness to it. It's got a happiness to it. Yes, and like you, you yeah. try, and maybe you don't like. Because one of the things I can relate to is I'm really suck at wrapping presents, but I tried this year, and they look like shit. But you know what? It's the gift inside that counts. You know, right? It's the thought that counts, but yes, okay. Yeah, the thought, the thought, the thought that I took <laughs> to wrap it. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, I love this movie. Like, there's nothing yeah. more to say. I, like, I, I, I think. It's. I think Jack is an amazing character. I think Sally is an amazing character. Literally every single character is just fantastic. And I mentioned Kingdom Hearts. Obviously, me and Justin are big Square fans, and Kingdom Hearts yeah. is way up there for both of us. Oh, and we played these. There's supposed to be some Final Fantasy 16 stuff happening tonight at the Game Awards. Oh my god. Oh, let me know if there is. Oh, I. You will be receiving plenty and plenty <laughs> of texts from me tonight. <laughs> I'll probably be sitting here playing Arkham, so that sounds good to me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, there's just, there is just fucking something about this movie. All the characters, like, I smile from the moment it starts to the moment it ends. And we're going to get here into acting and soundtrack here very quickly, but, like, the music is just fantastic. It's, it's just such a polar opposite. Like, there's just, if you haven't seen this movie, I think we were talking to one of our patrons, Emily, because she hadn't seen it. And I hope you take the time to watch this movie. It. Whoa. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty certain. Mm-hmm. That's why I ended up adding it in, I think. Oh, damn. She can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost certain she hasn't seen it. And, yeah, because we were talking about it in the Franklin episode. Yeah. So, I really, really hope that if you haven't seen it, you watch it. I know that if I'm having, like, a terrible day, I can throw it on and have a great time. It, it, that's the thing. is like it's It's a comfort movie. It's a happy movie. And it's like... I mean, I'm a sucker for musicals, so that was like, all right, mm-hmm. well. Yeah, when, when things calm down for you, we still have to do a couple of uh, special episodes of our oh, favorite I musical reviews. I, I think, I, absolutely, I think we do. All right, acting and soundtrack. Let's do acting first. Okay. If I could give it 12s, I would give it 12s. It is perfect. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I think it's weird to think that there's someone the word I'm thinking of it's Oogie is like amazing I love Oogie as a character I think it does such a fantastic job of like making the king of Halloween town the like (laughs) the scary man look like nothing like look like a good guy right it's man it's just like all the characters are just so fucking lovable like dr finkelstein even though he's like i i made you sally i own you like i still love him like lost shock and barrel are assholes but they're still fucking they're adorable heads, but it's awesome yeah yeah like the the opening sequence where we kind of meet all of the denizens of halloween town is perfect zero is perfect santa claus is great the elves are great like it's just we talked about this a lot when we did the Franklin episode. We're talking about stop motion, about how there's just something about the care and the love that goes into what oh, it took. It's, 
it's to make it here too. Like, yes, um, it's just yeah. And it's actually kind of funny uh, that you talk about the opening to the movie. Uh, I'm just going to switch gears here quickly to uh, the audio, like the the songs. Okay. Uh, that is my favorite song. Is the op- the intro to this movie? Okay, so that was going to be uh, we're going to do our favorite and least favorite song here. Yes. Um, what are your? Th- I was going to talk about quickly. Nightmare Revisited. So you listen to that album. Yes, because it, I well we'll get into it when we get to least favorite song. Okay. Because that album actually ruined a song for me. Interesting. Okay, so my favorite song. I hate you making me do this. I I will tell you why I picked the intro. Boys and girls of every age, would you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see. This our town of Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick or treat. Okay. I mean, A, I think it's... Because it's fucking awesome. It's fucking it's awesome, just... but it's, it's also like the start. As soon as I hear that song, I know I'm in for a great time. Okay. Mine's Jack's Lament. If I have to pick a favorite, it's Jack's Lament. Oh, somewhere deep inside of these bones, an emptiness began to grow. There's something out there far from my home, a longing that I've of light and i'll scare you right out of your pants. that was actually gonna be my second that's my second so um, i mean I, at my heart i am an emo kid um i would have painted my nails black if i was allowed to growing up and jack's lament man i wonder if i man. have a picture of me as a goth and i was a teenager you do you showed it to me before oh no i there's like oh even more pictures. goth okay <laughs> I'll, I'll look for them Least favorite song, Justin. I don't even know if I can pick one. So, what, I, what was I your least favorite? Go, and it's because of Nightmare Revisited. Revisited. Okay. My least favorite song is "Kidnap the Santa Claus." Corn did it better. <laughs> okay, okay. Do the corn. So that we ever right? visited like, was so fucking good, and Corn's cover of "Kidnap the Sandy Claws." But the thing is, is because I used to love that song. That used to be my favorite song, and then I heard the Corn version, and it was like two two of these amazing worlds meeting, and as like. <laughs> 
Well, now I just want to listen to the corn song. <laughs> so, my least favorite, and it's going to be, I'm going to kind of take a page out of yours because like, I really don't dislike anything from this movie at all. Yeah. But if I had to pick one, I would pick Sally's song specifically from the movie because Evanescence's cover of it on Nightmare Revisited is like perfection. I sense there's something in the wind that feels like tragedies at hand. I have to I, pick I one. I am so happy you brought up Nightmare Revisited because that, like, while we were talking today, I was like, I hope I get home. And Dude, I fucking have time to download that song to put it on my soundboard because I just want to listen to the intro of this song. <laughs> I listen. So to I, I have blocked out Manson because he's a yes. scum. It's been come out. He's a scumbag. Um, that is the one song I give a pass to. See, that's interesting because that is my favorite song on that album you're crazy there's that one uh pang of the disco song that sucks uh so there are three songs uh sorry two songs i i don't think i've i've listened to the evanescence one recently there are two songs today that i really enjoy um follow-up boys is great uh what, what, what which one do they do it's the one where jack's uh when he goes to christmas town what's this Oh, interesting. I, I, I'll have to listen to that tomorrow. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm not a huge Rise Against fan, but I really enjoy oh. Christmas. Oh, I love Rise Against, so I like that too. That album is so fucking... I can't believe Disney let them do it. Like, there are some bands on there that I am like shocked that Disney's like, okay. I'm surprised Disney wanted to work with Korn. <laughs> or Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah. Marilyn Manson kicks off the fucking album. <laughs> Dude, that... Yeah, it's... It's wild. Nightmare Revisited is... Man. So, I think it was this year, maybe it was last year, they came out, Metallica came out with the Black Album Revisited, and a bunch of bands covered a bunch of the yeah, tracks. Yeah, it was like mid-year. Or it was mid-year this year, I think. And there's a, there, are, there are some on there, but there's just so fucking much that it's just, it's just too much. Yeah, this I, is perfect. Like, this is perfection. And, yeah. Yeah, Nightmare Revisited. <laughs> Another perfect thing. All right, next question. Is it a Christmas staple? Yes. Yes. Um, actually, no, because my family always watches it in mid-November. That's Christmas. The halfway point between Halloween and Christmas. It's Christmas. As soon as Halloween's over, November 1st, it's Christmas time. Okay. Then yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, then yeah, I agree. This is one that will always be watched. And then the, finally, you have children. I don't have them yet. How old are your children before you show them this? I would show them at any age. It's not that scary. Yeah, I, think, I think so. We usually like we let our kids pick what they want to watch. Uh, it's just easier that way. Um, I think the first time my son watched this was when he was four. He's seven now. Okay. And so this time I didn't get to watch it with him, but when I I'm going back to my back to my in-laws there uh, tomorrow night we're going to watch it with them amazing I remember 
I remember getting it from the library on VHS when I was like five or six. I remember the box. I remember literally holding it in my hand and coming home in the basement and watching it down there. And I think it was summertime. I remember it was very cool downstairs and it was hot outside. And if Fun my fact. kids want to watch it, they can watch it anytime. Uh, I don't know anybody else who has noticed this. So if, if you still have access to a VHS copy, which you probably don't. <laughs> I think I have my VHS copy, but I don't have a way to play it. If you find a way, um, when Jack is in the cemetery during Jack's Lament, yeah. when Zero turns around, if you turn the volume up all the way, you can hear whoever was in the sound booth farting. <laughs> there you go! There's some nightmare for Christmas trivia that I didn't even know, so there you have it. Uh, they fun fact they digitally removed it in uh, I bet they did yeah. <laughs> all right we did not get any emails about this movie uh, we did put a call out kind of late so that's on me um, but yeah if you there are some people who I want to hear their thoughts on it so this is just an amazing it, movie I mean just watch it it's <laughs> that's it. it's so it is so great but Justin that's all I got so we're gonna play a quick commercial and then head on into the closing Ghosts, split souls, monsters, sociopathic villains, cold-blooded murders, and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's so, Johnny. Short episode, but again, this is the Halloween special. People are probably with their families. This is more yeah, just a little fun thing. And... Yeah. We didn't score it or anything, but if it did, it would have gotten perfect. So we probably would have pushed for 11s, honestly. So Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, next episode will be the Ginger Design episode. He will be mm-hmm. joining us. It is um, how people use religion to mask their fear. I'm actually think it's going to be a very, very good episode. I'm really, really excited for that. Um, and then it'll be the brand new year, starting off things, getting back in. I think Fatal Frame is after that too. So we got some oh, stuff Jesus to get Christ. going. Yeah, I got to start that. <laughs> uh, that's all I have for the episode proper, Justin. Any last thoughts? No, I mean watch this movie and enjoy it because even if you've seen it a hundred times just watch it one more time it's it's still just as good all right guys thanks for hanging out with us and until next week stay scary the here's johnny podcast is brought to you by larry and justin you can find the show on twitter at here's johnny cast and you can find larry at beaver la you can find justin at pickle thing and you can email the show at here's johnny podcast at gmail.com you can look us up on facebook at here's johnny podcast as always in the show notes you can find links to the discord and to the website we are also on instagram at here's johnny underscore podcast also in the show notes we'll have a link to the twitch and youtube channels and if you would like to support the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's johnny podcast every cent goes into the show and yeah we just really use it to make the show better again i just want to say thank you very much to our patrons Uh, you guys help make this possible yeah patreon is the way we support the show we are looking to get rich and like justin said every dollar every cent it all goes back in there's some pretty cool tiers so head on look at that but until next week see you guys later